Okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I just thought it's... <laughs> I'm just going to have to manually shut it off because I've got you hooked up to the same system. <laughs> All right, so welcome back to another episode of Bigfoot Revival. Uh, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, starting this off, I was like, okay, we got to get this done. Um, this is what we have to do, and it was all this kind of stuff. As soon as that music hit, though, I'm like, yeah. Right. I, I legitimately, right. I legitimately got okay. Yeah, here we go. This is it, man. I, I mean, like, I I got excited well, over it. Well, this is uh, you know, we're doing stuff a little bit different today because of uh, uh, different reasons, but uh, I can't hear it. So I'm just excited to be back, knowing what we're doing. But uh, I don't have the same excitement you do because I can't hear the music, and the music <laughs> is what makes it. <laughs> you need your own For little me, soundtrack <laughs> over there. <laughs> Oh man! I'm going to start my own Bigfoot revival playlist and just listen to our theme music <clears throat> on repeat. <laughs> Look, I can't even laugh that hard. So I've I've been sick. I had a stomach bug a couple of days ago, and um, and so when I'm when I'm I'm all excited, I'm laughing, and uh, my chest just starts hurting the collarbone area where I was vomiting so hard. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. What does it sound like when a Bigfoot vomits? Uh, my wife says it sounds like an exorcism. Uh, she sounds the like the power of Christ compels you. Yeah, she she said it legitimately sounded like a, a monster demon trying to leave me. So <laughs> I, I don't I I, and I, I don't think we get any of those references. Yeah, I don't think, and, and and I may be wrong. Maybe maybe I am normal. Maybe most people aren't this way. But most people I talk to when they say they throw up, you know, they're like they're like, oh yeah, I throw up. And, you know, they talk about some blue. <laughs> so I'm over there talking. <laughs> <laughs> what is hark what is that i hear off in the distance <laughs> whole body locks up i mean every muscle from my toes to my top of my head even my hair is the right tense uh, you ain't a little dude i imagine that's just an, uh, an impressive sight to see oh I, I don't want many people seeing that at all no, I'm uh, thankful that that's limited to you, old lady. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bless, bless so, her heart. God bless her. So that was fun. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyways. Yeah, we apologize to everybody, man. We've had three weeks of not having a podcast. And yeah, that's our bust. It really is. Um, we wanted to, um, but there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of changing going on. There's been a lot of happening. Uh, we haven't announced any of it, uh, primarily because it's outside of it affecting us recording podcast. It, it really wasn't Bigfoot revival business, but, right. uh, because of that, though, I, I think we will give, uh, everybody kind of an explanation. Um, so, uh, we have, uh, separated. Uh, we no longer love each other, and he gets the kids. And <laughs> it's all over now. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, you got the mansion, I got the Jeep, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. 
<laughs> she got the know. mansion I got, or she got the palace I got. The shaft. That's what it was. No, no, no. The gold mine. It's the gold mine. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the gold mine. I got the shaft. <laughs> For anybody that likes Jerry Reed. Uh. So, anyways, um, no, we we um, I'm uh pastoring full time now and um uh, i mean uh yeti gave me that opportunity um he said that he would go find him a job and he did uh working uh somewhere else so uh and enjoying it he's working with some christians and so that's a great thing but uh uh it, it's kind of bittersweet um we love each other uh in all honesty and and and, and, uh, we've had some good times. We've had some hard times. We had some good times and, uh, everybody we've talked to is like, Oh, what, what's going to happen? Is Bigfoot revival breaking up? Is, is, is he still going to, you know, are we, or is, is Sasquatch? I mean, I don't know why I keep calling you Sasquatch. Is Yeti going to, I don't uh, either. Is Yeti going to continue to, uh, 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 I'm getting a lot of my home feedback. But is uh is Yeti going to uh, continue leading music at church? And it's like, yeah, 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 we're just we're just working different now. We're 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 exactly same 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 dynamic almost. It's just uh, I'm working uh, full time pastoring for the church now, and uh, you're working full time uh, in a in a chemical lab or something like yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Check that out. Yeti is. A lab technician, hot diggity dog. <laughs> uh, you ought to see the hairnet he wears. <laughs> no, you didn't. I don't wear one. Uh, uh, he I don't fax. He said that. That's. I don't fax. Uh... Oh, my chest hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. <laughs> uh, so that's what's going on um, there again. Uh, and and I I am your host, the Sasquatch. Joining me as as normal is the Yeti, and uh, the Sasquatch has been sick, and uh, Yeti has been uh, getting a feel for his new job, and and it just uh, let's be honest, we to get to that point, we had to rush to get a job done, which meant we lost uh, two Thursdays, two weeks, yeah, trying to get it yep, knocked yep. out. And then that last one, trying to get settled in and, and figuring everything out. So we apologize for that. We don't want to um, cause it where, I mean, we I, I know we at least got one or two messages uh, from people saying, hey, are y'all, are y'all, where y'all at? You know? Okay. Yeah. And, and People were checking on us, just asking if we were okay, which thank which, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to thank y'all for checking in on us. Um, uh, we, we are okay. Um we we are are trying to do whatever we can for the glory of God, and and and, and uh, Bigfoot just got set to the side for for a little while, and um, because of that, we're coming to you on Thanksgiving Day, and so uh, Happy Thanksgiving, exactly. And and we didn't want you know it was one of those things. We said, well, it's Thanksgiving. Do we want to push it off? Do we want to do it? I said, I want to do it. I want to do it. It's like church. You miss it once or twice, three times, and that's you know it's harder to get back into church than it was to leave it. And so that that's yeah, what I was I afraid of. Thinking, 
Yeah, uh, and and well, my thing was because I think you called me yesterday saying we need to go ahead and do one. I said, well, we do. I said, let's go ahead. In my mind, let's go ahead and start planning to get one out maybe before the weekend's over. You said we need to do one either today or tomorrow. I said, well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. If you're gonna make a push for it like that, who am I to to fight that? Let's get Bigfoot Revival back up and running. Yeah, yeah, and, and like you said, it's the hardest. The longer you stay away, it, it it really is the harder to do it. And then whenever you try to plan, you're putting all this thought in it, and blah blah blah. Let's just rock and roll. And I think we're gonna have some guests coming up here soon. Um, I haven't even talked to you about that, but I've had some guys um get up with me and are like, "Hey, uh, we'd like to uh." Uh, uh, come come on to your podcast, and I'm not talking about just some oh, awesome. rinky dink guys. I I mean, they're not famous guys, but they're 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 guys with good. It'll it'll be enjoyable to have them on. They're um they're local good guys, deal. but they'll be guys that are good to have on. They're not just some random guys who are like, hey, you do a podcast, I'll join. You know, it wasn't nothing like that. It right. was some some legitimate guys, and I'll I'll. Uh, just remind me to say something to you later on. <laughs> we'll get it all straightened out. Yeah. But... Over Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, we'll That's talk right. about it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, uh, considering it's Thanksgiving, um, I thought maybe we ought to talk about Thanksgiving. Um, I preached last Sunday's sermon was on Thanksgiving. We had a big old Thanksgiving meal. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I think, have we done a podcast on Thanksgiving? Uh, my knee jerk is to go probably because the way we search for content, we've been doing this at a year or a couple of years. Yeah. I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, over a year. It's been a minute. So why, why wouldn't we have looked at Thanksgiving and said, hey, it's Thanksgiving. Let's do a Thanksgiving podcast. I mean, that's right down our alley. <laughs> all right then so we're gonna do another one <laughs> that's right uh, we'll have to look hey, back into the archives that was last year uh, yeah this is this year that was then this is now i know at least one guy who's like trying to catch up people are like why are they doing two podcasts everybody else is like us they did a thing on pod on thanksgiving you know and that, that one i like i said i know the one guy who <laughs> Who's a lot like you, Yeti, in this sense. He started from the very first episode <laughs> and has been uh hey, you know why? Been jamming along. Because context because context is king. You can't listen to the latest episode and have a full context of what the show's about. No, you gotta go all the way to back to episode one, baby. That's how you get the big picture. Hey, you gotta look at the big picture. Right. <laughs> he he's just now um uh getting to the uh uh Alberry episode, you know, when we were fishing <laughs> because, yeah. because of context. <laughs> that's right. I, I that's like uh, hey. um, that was the episode I remember. We we were outside and I enjoyed it. It was fun actually, and we need to do more of them like yeah. that. Uh but yeah, <laughs> you just hear. It is such a serious conversation because we're talking about this guy who's um, shot by two guys who, who, who basically chased him down, and and yep. it was one of the more gray scenarios, right? To where uh, was this guy? Uh, yeah, was this guy a? Uh, uh, thank you very much. 
Mrs. Sasquatch just brought me a cup of coffee. She's wonderful. Oh. So, uh, if it, you know, what, what, who was right? Who was wrong? Was there anybody absolutely right? Was there anybody absolutely wrong? You know, um, and, but while that's going on and we're talking about that and we're trying to tell people, look, don't, don't jump to conclusions as Christians. We have to be searching for the truth. Um, Mm -hmm. you just hear, You could hear you could hear the 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 casting of them things so clearly <laughs> that it, I mean it was clearer than us, and you would just hear the the line yeah, just flying through there. Which uh, so. that's sometimes uh, the best setting to have a serious conversation. Whenever you can get rid of all distractions, just sit down, uh, cast your line, and. Get, like I say, get rid of the distractions. Get to where it's quiet and just somber, peaceful, etc. That and that's a valid. Point. I don't know. I think for us, I think for us, fishing does it. It does for me. Um, yeah. I know I'm kind of I'm I've, I've got my mind occupied on uh, casting a line and everything, but it's like my mind can just focus on something or wonder on something. It, it's awesome. Well, and for me, it, it it's that organized chaos theory that I tell you about. It's it's um, yeah. um, I'm extremely ADHD, so when I'm fishing, um, I can I can kind of fish and, and focus mm-hmm. on something else, and and it distracts me. It distracts that 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 crazy part of my brain that wants to go find everything else. And right, you can just right. sit there and, and doing, doing the podcast, it worked, but I mean, just in life, you can sit there and, and think about what everything going on, um, in, in a, in a, in a healthy manner, right? Like not just stressing over yeah. it or not just worrying, but, but think about it process, um, you're fishing at the same time and, and it gives you just kind of that moment of rest. Um, yep, that's right. And we we talked that with Mister Gus whenever we're talking about bringing glory to God. That that's a way to bring glory to God is is having that moment of rest, um, uh, and and to be able to to think of God's word and and what He has said and that kind of thing is is a is a wonderful opportunity to to bring glory to God. So, um, well, you know, we're as human beings, we're all image bearers of God. But we have um, the pleasure um, as Christians to that we can recognize that. And what I mean is we recognize that God is in creation as creator. On the seventh day, he rested. So whenever we can take an opportunity to rest, we, can, we have the privilege. That's the word I'm looking for, the privilege to know that we're, we're resting because we serve a God who rests. We're resting to the glory of God in that. Yeah. And we can focus on him, his attributes, his goodness, um, his goodness and kindness and grace and mercy on our own lives. And, uh, Hey, what, what more of a reason for Thanksgiving than that? I was just about to say, I was, I was, (laughs) I was like, this is leading up to Thanksgiving. It's got to, yeah, thank God for rest. <laughs> thank God for rest. Um, I'm not one to take a lot of rest. Um, I'm very energized, bunny driven type. But 
uh, thank God for it because when you get it, it it's wonderful. It, it it's absolutely right. wonderful. And um, and, and there's that, a difference in being restful and slothful. But yeah, that's a different podcast for another day. And and, and you know that, that's why God created Sabbath. Right. And I I've seen more and more people. It's it's kind of concerning to me. Maybe we ought to do a podcast about it. About people who who are saying that the Sabbath is Saturday, and anybody who Sabbaths outside of Saturday is sinning, and they're horrible people, and they're they're and and right. I know this is a rabbit, so we'll shoot it here pretty soon. But um, but but God God gave us a day of rest. Um, but we see an example of the church coming together and taking rest in each other, taking rest in God. That's another thing. It's not just about sitting in your lazy boy. It's about finding your refuge and your rest in Christ. Amen. And uh, we we saw that um, we saw that in the scripture happening on Sundays uh, for several reasons. One is the Jews had the synagogues occupied on Saturdays, and um, the other part of that is. Sunday's the day that Jesus rose from the grave. And so that that's why we choose that. Um there's there's more to that. If 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 y'all are interested in hearing a podcast on on that, maybe y'all aren't maybe y'all haven't heard that. Um, you know, you have the seven day advantist. Uh they're probably the biggest proponents of that. But um that's starting to spread a little bit. That's getting more popular. And so um, Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing it on um some some Christian, well, anyways, anyways, um, Bam. So if y'all are interested, thank you. If you're interested in it, holler at us. Maybe we'll do a podcast on that. Um, uh, uh, you know, there, there's, and, and today is Thanksgiving day where most of us are going to have a big meal at some point, lunch or, or supper and, and, uh, or both. Yeah. Or both. Um, if you like me, you're dragging it out three days. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so uh you know thank god for you know things are rough right now in our country at least for our country like uh, you know you go to mexico and our country is still in pretty good shape um but you, you compare it to our country to, to what it has been in in since the 90s anyway right that, that's a good reference point for us the 80s and 90s is about the time oh, we, yeah. we came on the scene and uh, and, and you look at it now and you kind of go, okay, things are getting rough. Uh, things aren't what they used to be. And, and it's concerning, but look at the spread that you'll have on Thanksgiving day, man. And thank God for it. Yep. And, and, um, we've lost, we've lost some people. Both, both of our families has lost some people since Thanksgiving, last Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And some of that, some of that grandma food cooking stuff may not be there this year, right? Right. But that being said, um, thank God, thank God for it because they're with him, um, they're with yep. him, and and they're 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 extremely happy. Where we're we're sitting here talking about, uh, um, what is it? Uh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> you know, right. 
you know, we've got everybody chanting, let's go, Brandon. And, uh, and it's funny because, uh, uh, it, it just shows the, the disdain for the administration that's there now. And, right. and it's not like these things aren't like, uh, some of the other things like, uh, where Antifa and, 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 and Black Lives Matter came together. I mean, these are organized groups. This is just people sitting in the stands randomly getting up and going, let's start a chant. Yeah. And, and everybody joining in. Enough people who have the good chance that it was alcohol fueled. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's godly to do this. I, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't suggest people do this. I mean, we still have to respect the law and respect the, the people who God has put over us. Um, I don't remember. Did we ever talk about election fraud? Yes. Okay. So, so our, our knee jerk reaction is that there was some fraud there. Um, mm-hmm. how much of it and all that kind of stuff we can't say, but that there was fraud there. And, and, and because of that, um, you know, you feel like, well, maybe God didn't put him here. Maybe he cheated. No, God's sovereign. Like, 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 uh, right. like, like it, it didn't surprise God that old boy got there. So we give thanks to even, even, oh, um, uh, Biden and, and pray for his salvation. Right. Pray yes. for his salvation. Pray for him to come to Absolutely. Christ. Um, that that he would be, which we need to be praying for all of us. That like, our not just our president, but the powers that control him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Joe Biden is the man sitting there, but people, some of your conspiracy theorists say it's Obama. He got he's he's president again. He's just uh, he's the puppet master behind Joe Biden. Well, I and I'm I'm one of those people, man. I, I really do. I've heard him say right. things and you're like, and you look at who's on the cabinet and it's really is, uh, uh, Obama 2.0. I, I think, and part of the right. reason all these people have freaked out is because Donald Trump stepped in. Thank God. Donald Trump stepped in, interrupt their, their whole system that they had planned. And, um, yeah, he disrupted it. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and so it kind of put them in panic mode and freaked them out. Now you're start, And because of that, they're making big mistakes. Thank God showing the nation what they're doing right. and who they are. And I, I think the nation is yeah. starting to wake up for that. So we, we can honestly thank God for, exactly. for the, for this, because hopefully, um, with repentance, that's the thing too, guys. I want to, I want to stress that, um, when it comes to, to the politics and everything, be praying that our nation comes to a, a repentance in God, be preaching the gospel, Amen. living the gospel, because that's what's going to change things. If we continue on and we're just hoping for some aside that we can elect, we're, we're just going to keep going further and further down this hole. If we have an understanding yeah. that our Messiah came 2000 years ago, died on the cross and is ruling from his throne right this minute, then we're not, we're not caught up in that so much. Like we talk about politics some and, 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 and not that like we're, we don't just ignore it. Right. But at the same time, um, it doesn't, it doesn't rule over our lives. Like I, yeah. I don't, 
like I didn't see Trump as our, our last hope. And I don't see Biden as our, our, our biggest enemy. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and right, right. And I thank God for that, that, that because we know that he is sovereign. We know that these people are just bit players and there's judgment from God because of our, yeah. our, our rebellion again. There again, I've got family members who are culturally Christian who, but are not, not, you know, real big Christians. And, and I'll say something like the only thing that that's going to help us is repentance and coming back to Christ and, and our nation, uh, depending on God more than they do government and depending on God more, more than anything, he has to be their God. And, and I'll get a bunch of head shakes and yeah, yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, you know, because, because you know, that's not the lifestyle they're living. Right. And, 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 but they, they know that they know that the world needs to be focused on God. And so, uh, we thank God for people, you know, that God, God will penetrate their hearts. People like that. There's a lot of people like that. It's not just my family. And that, uh, that God would penetrate their hearts and, and bring them to a true salvific faith in him. Um, um, and, and thank God there again, that, um, even though there may not, even though there's people who aren't genuine Christians, um, or they're more cultural Christians, Mm-hmm. Or maybe just a lot of baby Christians. I mean, they're, they're, I don't want to just, I don't want, there, there's a whole thing there, right? There's a whole scale there from right. from baby Christians to people who just are completely pagan, but they see value in Christian beliefs, right? So there's a whole scale there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but that, you know, thank God there's enough of them that, that, people are still have that kind of language. Now we just need it to go past the language and into their hearts, right? To where they are right. repenting of their sin and coming to Christ. And so, um, there's a lot to thank God about. One thing that we can thank God about is, uh, the verdict on, on Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there's still hope in our justice system as pe- people have been saying, um, yeah, that was a that was a win. My wife got that coffee hot. <laughs> is it hot or is it good and hot? It's hot. It scalded my top lip. Mm, that's good and hot right there. <laughs> it's scalding stuff. Ooh. <laughs> she tell me make me bring you coffee during the podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll you show you. Yeah. Uh, Take that. <laughs> I'm burn your top lip off. <laughs> ain't got no, ain't got no mustache hairs no more. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Kyle, what were you saying about Kyle? I apologize. I said it's a win. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a win for him. It's a win for it's a win for the country. I mean, it's letting people know that there's the justice system. It's, it's not works. completely broken. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know the good thing about a lot of this stuff is, 
it, it, look at it from a Second Amendment point of view. We still have the right to defend ourselves. If uh-huh. if they had gave him guilty on on all charges instead of innocent, it would be making a statement to the world of don't defend yourself. Exactly. At least not against Antifa and, and Black Lives Matter. Don't defend yourself. And 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 we thank God that that uh, no, and, and, it would have made the statement that you can't defend yourself, not just don't defend yourself, but you can't defend yourself. Uh, you will be punished. We'll, we'll, exactly. We'll come after you with the full wrath of government. Yeah. And at that point, at that point, you know, what we were based on, founded on, as far as justice is concerned, is gone. That's it. You're you're not free anymore. Yeah. yeah. And, but that we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I, I think no. we're at a pivot. I, I think we're at a pivotal moment um, where we can have change that is good, or we can have change that is extremely bad. We're not going back to where we right. were. That that's just a fact. We're not going back to where we were, but we can have change that's good, so we right. can be better than we were. Or we can have change that's exactly. bad, and we can we can continue down this path of of destruction. And, and there again, I, I th- yep. it it really does come down to revival, um, revival of of values, a revival of God first and foremost, a revival a revival of what made us as Americans, right? And, and one of the big things that made us mm-hmm. Amer- Americans Americans is God. Like we had a focus on God. Um. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, and so we, we, we lean heavy on that and, and the, the atheist and the, the new agers would like to go, well, you know, God's not even mentioned in the, in the constitution. Well, he, I mean, he is to a certain extent. I mean, they made the point of going in the year of our Lord, right? Yes. Um, that wasn't just something that was done. It was done intentionally. It was done right. intentionally. It wasn't just a little throwaway. They had prayer. I mean, they, they, you know, they have, and this is another thing. The guys who were not Christian, so you got Benjamin Franklin, you've got um, Jefferson, you've got uh, the handful of guys who weren't Christian, are the ones you know about. You, you think that's a coincidence? You think that the, the, the atheists who ran the school system uh, didn't promote their guys, and so mm. that they could so that they could have this narrative. While I forget the exact numbers, but most of them were were Trinitarian Christians, and and some of them were pastors. And but we only remember the the ones who who uh, we only remember the ones who were were heathens. You know what I mean? We only remember the ones, yeah. and and that's that's not a coincidence. Uh. A lot of these men were were remarkable and fantastic men who who gave up everything so that um, we could have a country that was uh, so that we had a country that could give thanks to God. And so, right, it, it is a it is a good thing, and we thank God for the founding. We thank God for um, what He has done in this country and what He can do in this country. Um, that that He's put us here. Right, I mean, I mean, we could have been put anywhere right. else in the world, but we were put here, and yeah, and he's done that by his the divine sovereignty, and 
he was intentional about it. We're all here for a purpose. So we, as Christians especially, we might as well be living intentional lives and in what right. we do, not sitting, sulking and looking back and thinking, oh, uh, things were better way back when. Because like you said, it's not yeah. going back. It's going forward. So you might as well get on the program and go forward. Yeah. Put your head down to the plow and push. Yeah. It, the the issue is we don't want to fight. We don't want to fight. Right. Um, and and the times come where we have to fight. We, we have to. And yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean, I started to say it doesn't necessarily mean, it doesn't mean that we grab swords and start fighting. It doesn't mean you grab your gun and you go out there and start shooting Democrats. That's not what it means at all. What it does mean is you've got to start being serious about proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's going to be more awkward now than ever before. Right. You thought it was awkward 10 years ago. It's going to be, it's going to be more awkward now than it ever was, but you need to do it now more than you ever did. Um, you know, and, and that's not the only thing. Well, I, I made mean, a Facebook post. You it did. says you better get your heart right before the Lord comes back. Oh, I sit here. Browning with my arms crossed. So, so what I went, more do you want? I went to my dad's last weekend and, uh, he said, he said, do me a favor. I said, what's that pop? He said, end your sermon. I was like, Oh no. He said, end your sermon with, and remember to turn before you burn. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to turn so you don't burn. That's yeah. It's time to turn so you don't burn. And, <laughs> He said, that's how you need to end your sermons. And, uh, I'm going, Lord, have mercy, Bob. Okay. And, and, but there again, it just shows you like, like everybody sees the necessity of this, but who's willing right. to, who's willing to make the sacrifices, right? Who's willing exactly. to make the sacrifices? Who's willing to become a pariah at work or maybe even get fired? Right, because you're because the yep, most yep. important thing in your life is declaring the name of Christ, both in action and in deed. That's right. I mean, action and in deed. Um, uh, action and and word, and word. Yeah. So, um, how much do you really thank God for what He's given you, too? Right, like like that's something that I've been thinking of recently. Like, how much do we actually thank God? When we when we live disobedient lives, are we really thanking God? I mean, when we're when we are, and, and I don't mean this to sound ugly, and and, and there there's going to be a lot of people who disagree with this, but when you send Uh-oh. your kids, Here we go. yeah, when you send your kids to a public school system, okay, and they're teaching your kids. Go on. Everything that is anti-God, and and you don't sit them down at the end of the day and say, "Look, guys, what'd you learn today?" No, seriously, what'd you learn today? So that you could sit down and have a counterpoint. Not everybody's able to homeschool. Not everybody's able to uh, to, uh, to to to. That's the key. Um, not everybody's able to. Uh, Home, uh, homeschool or a private school, like a nice private school, right? Not everybody's able to do that. And I, and I get that. So I'm not trying to guilt you into homeschooling private school, 
But if you still send your kid to a public school and you're not sitting there trying and you're not, I mean, how they have your kids for seven hours, seven hours. Mm -hmm. You have to debunk and they already have the advantage because their, their, their buddies already believe it. Their buddies already believe it. Yeah. And you're just, I say you, I'm, I'm not pointing a finger at anybody, but people just sit there and they go, oh yeah, my kid is in public school and oh yeah, you know. but they're not, they're not countering any of it. They're not, they're not willing to engage right. what the right. people are, what their kids are learning. They're not willing to fight back. They just go, okay, well that's cool. That's where they learn math and reading as if that's the only thing they're learning yep. math, reading and science. Right. And, and, and then you say, well, I send them to church for two hours a week. Maybe three. Mm. That that really puts it in perspective. Whenever you think about that, seven hours a day in the secular public school system. That, I mean, it's indoctrination. Yeah. Versus a couple hours a week, the house of God with Christian indoctrination. Yeah. Is, I mean, the scales really do balance uh, way out. Yeah, I, the I and there again, load. I'm not saying that that. You have to. I know how people are. People heard that and it's, oh, you're saying I have to homeschool. No, no. I'm saying that you, regardless, homeschool or not, you have to put into effort with your children to give them the gospel. And not just that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sin, but what the gospel looks like played out in their life. They have to be discipled. Right. And it's good if it's they need to be discipled by you. They have to be discipled by you. And yes. it's good if they're discipled by others, not just you. They're, they're going to be discipled either way. They're going to either be discipled in the way of the world, which will lead them to, to a place of, of heartache and, and destruction, or they're going to be discipled by you and, and the church. And, and if you are only discipling the bare minimum in the sense of you go to church sometimes and, 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 um, and, and, you know, you have a Bible in the house and and if they want to read it, it's there. They can read it. Ain't nobody stopping them. It, you know, how grateful are you to God for, for your life and for what God's given you? Right. You're not grateful for your right. kids because if you're grateful for your kids, you, you wouldn't allow them to, to, to be indoctrinated in such a way. You, you would, well, you would, you would sacrifice you know, your life so that they could be discipled. Mm, that's good. And here you go. Someone might have an argument to that, but the word of God says in Ephesians chapter six, verse four fathers. So, you see who he's speaking to right here. The daddies. Do not provoke do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So at the end of the day, it is the responsibility of the father to train up the child. I he's mean, he's over the house. Public school for, right. Right. So if you have your kids in public school and, and that's the best option for you right now. Praise God you're able to do that. But your work is harder now yeah. because you you have to bring them up 
in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. It's a command. It's not a suggestion. That's right. That's right. And you say, I can't do all this stuff. I can't do, I, I can't, you know, um, some people have, you know, they, they, they want to do something big and grand, right? And they're not, they're not disciplined. They're not disciplined in taking care of their own family. And then you've got other people right. who just go, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's like, you can, if you're, if you're a Christian, you can, God's given you the ability. He's given you gifts. Right. So you can. I, I was talking to a lady uh, this week about um, homeschooling, and she was like, well, the teachers are professionals. And it took everything. I mean, not to go, are yeah. you crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> that, that's, that, I know enough teachers. Like, like, I mean, some that right. I love to death. I, but but could that, you imagine, though, to have a Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just I, I know some of them. I mean, I I know teachers. I love them. Um, but that doesn't make them something. They're not. They're not. They're not something special. You know what I mean? They're 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 yeah. they're. They, good example, right? The atheist would say, "I wouldn't put my kids in the church." You see how much uh, molestation and everything comes out of that stuff? Da, 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 da. I'd go look at the school system. Look at the public school system. It is, yeah. it is way worse than the public school system. That doesn't get news. It's only the church that gets right. news. Because the world's after the church. But but the, the school system, I mean, just just locally, how often do you hear about a teacher sleeping with a student? Yeah. Locally, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's you hear not, about it more often than what you used to. Well, and it's and it's not just. I mean, it doesn't happen every day, but you you wind up hearing about it, and it's it's like, man, what what? But then they fuss about the 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 church, the church, yeah. because they're always after church. Now, look, if there's if there's sexual misconduct in the church. That needs to be handled. That needs to be handled and addressed. Um, and if it's done by uh, an elder or teacher or something of that nature, they need to be removed from a position and and, and put under uh, both church. The authority. Exactly. Exactly. And and and, so. and that that authority comes from two places. That comes from a legal governmental authority. So you take it to the the, the you call the police for one thing. But it also yeah. is a church authority to where the church is, is responsible for making sure that person either is not counted as one of the, the, the members of their church, their congregation, or that that person comes to repentance. Yeah. And so, uh, 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 you know, it, it's, it's, it's a horrible thing, but, but. There again, it happens more in the public school system than it does in the church, I, I believe. And right, and, and but that doesn't ever get any kind of news. So, what got us on this? That's what I was just literally sitting there thinking. How do we get here? What were we talking <laughs> about originally? Uh. So we want to give Thanksgiving. Are you grateful big. for your children? 
that's what it was. Are you grateful for your kids if uh, you got them in the public school? And then we're talking about aren't putting in the work. I know teachers. Some, of, I mean, you know, some of them are great people. I love yeah. them, and and then you know some. But then you you start talking about there's also sexual abuse in the school system as well, and right. So yeah, but could you imagine though if you got if you got a family that their their option what they have is public school? Okay. Okay. But, these are zealous Christians, and they are doing their best as Christians to um, course correct their their children in the home in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. They're opening the Word with them. They're doing this, and if their kid has such a zealous personality and he gets saved, and he's in the public school system, and he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't right. Y'all need Jesus." Yeah, he starts sharing the gospel and gets gets. He's getting suspended for coming in there with Bibles and trying to handle out and stuff like that. It's like I—I I was just thinking about Paul, you know, being uh, in prison, and then the the joke that we make nowadays is like, well, if you get arrested for living the Christian faith, well, I've got a prison ministry now. Raise up your kids if you've got them in public schools to have a public school ministry. That's right, and and. and... <laughs> Thank God for whatever position you're in, right? So if you can send your kids to yeah. a really good Christian school, I don't mean just, you know, uh, New Hope, whatever, Christian Academy. You know, one of those just... They are all named New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically saying, uh, we're the Christian school you send your, your rowdy kids to. Uh <laughs> yeah um that's good but but you know if 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 you can send your kids to a good doctrinally sound biblical christian school more power to you thank god if you can homeschool more power to you thank god if you send your kids to a public school or or some other option like um what are they called magnet schools or or um there's another one um which I think the magnet school. Anyways, um, in, any of these other schools, uh, you know, whatever whatever system that they have or whatever you can put your kid in, whatever's best, thank God for that opportunity. But understand, yeah. and, and I think what the, the big thing is that we're saying thank God for that, but, but understand the responsibility that comes with it. There's mm-hmm. different responsibilities in different situations. And so... Be aware of that. Sacrifice yourself for your children. Don't don't make yourself don't make your children be sacrifices for you. Um, sacrifice yourself for your children so that they can know Christ and be stronger Christians than you ever were. No, be be right. more concerned. We're all concerned about our children, and 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 oops, we're all concerned about our children, and we say things like, "I just want them to have what I could." Have. Well, take that mentality and and take it away from the money and put it towards the spiritual. Right? Mm. Let's give our kids the spiritual life that we never had. Yeah. The understanding in Christ that we didn't have so that they can grow past what we ever could grow. Let's do that as a as a family. Let's do that as a as a group, as a church. Let's do that. And so Thank God 
for whatever situation you're in, man. It doesn't matter if it's whatever school or, or work situation. Uh, share the gospel at work. Share the gospel at work. I might get fired. Share the gospel at work. I mean, there and there again, that's going to look different. I had a job. It was a construction site. And um, basically my job was to go around helping the guys um, set tile. I, I could, I could, I could do whatever I wanted to. Nobody ever got on me and I got to share the gospel. Very nice. I, I was, you know, I'd, I'd walk into a bathroom. I'd, I'd help somebody with their tile work. And, and while we were sitting there working, I'd be sharing the gospel with him. I had that kind of a boss. Yeah. He knew what he was getting into when he hired me. Um, and, and he expected it and wanted it. Right. I've had other jobs mm-hmm. where, um, they never, I've never been told like, quit talking about Jesus or quit talking about gospel or anything of that nature. But it's like, quit talking. Just, just quit talking. Mm. You know, um, they're talking. Well, that, that, you know, they're, they're talking about that work. That takes me back to days of being brought up in the public school system. Yeah. No talking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, but, but you know, you know why. I mean, you really do know why. It's not just that you're talking, it's that you're talking about Christ. And it's an awkward conversation. And, yep. and people, people, your boss man overhears that and he's like, oh my goodness. Y'all don't need to be talking. Y'all need to be working. You know, that kind of thing. So, right. Um, and then, and then, uh, you know, it's just thank God for whatever situation you're in. Bring glory to God in every situation. You know, and it, and it, we we have so many opportunities. We have so many um, uh, things that we can do. And and, and <laughs> I hear my wife getting on one of the youngins. <laughs> Um, but, but we have so many opportunities. We, we have so much that we can, God's blessed us with so much and and we need to take advantage of that. Um, we need, we need to, to use that to our, to his advantage, right? To our advantage as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I uh, haven't ever thought about it before, but the way you were putting that, it made me think that, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, you take the time to reflect and really consider and think about the things that God has done for you and what you're thankful for. And in doing that, it's also an opportunity to set some goals to how to better bring him glory in the situations that he has us in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I haven't really thought about Thanksgiving like that before. It's, It's good to be thankful. And, and the the way you bring it up, again. my my mind jumps to like uh, New Year's re- 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 resolutions. Exactly. But but for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 I I think that's a good idea. So. I know we 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 just my desire as a pastor and and even in doing this podcast and just about everything that I do is to have people who are who are Christian, who are lost um, across the board, to think more biblically, right? And 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 to thank God we have a Bible that, I mean, it weren't that long ago. Bibles, you didn't just get your hands on a Bible. Yeah. I mean, I mean it'd be a whole community that had a single Bible. 
the printing press hasn't been around right. that long. And, and the, the, you know, and I've got, I'm sitting here looking right now. I can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got eight, nine, ten. I got, I got ten or eleven Bibles just sitting right here in front of me. I've got three, no, four hymn That's books amazing. sitting here next to me. Um, um, I've got one here on my desk. I mean, it's just that that hasn't always been the case, right? That hasn't always been the case. So thank God we have we have a place now to where. You know, I had a buddy of mine. He he said, "Look, I I have you got a smaller compact Bible that I can use?" Because he was doing some street preaching, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and I just gave it to him. Yeah, I gave it to him. Why? Because because God's blessed me with Bibles. Why why would I hold? Why would I hold on to it like that? You know what I mean? And it's been an incredible right. blessing to him, um, just because of the size and the availability of it, um. You know, he carries it around with him. I see him. He's got all kinds of tabs in it and stuff, and and and, and he's using it to, to proclaim the gospel on the street of God. You know what? He's doing a lot more with that Bible than I was with it, right? That's not the Bible I preach hey. out of. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not the Bible I minister yeah. out of. It, it's, it's, it's an extra Bible that I had laying around. And so why would I hold on to it? Right? Well, you put that. What you mean? That Bible's doing a lot more than what I was doing with it. Or he's yeah. getting more use out of it than I was. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've got, just a, I've got a bunch of different translations. Can, one of your stuff. Bibles. Go ahead, I'm sorry. One of your Bibles that you had is being used to proclaim the gospel. I mean, it's all the same word of God. Yeah. Don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But a Bible that you had that was just sitting there, being used by someone, for God's glory to proclaim the gospel. That's, That's right. awesome. That's right. And, and and praise God, right? I mean, I mean, it's it's thank God yeah. that that He's using uh, that for that purpose. And, and and but there again, it was it wasn't that long ago. I mean, the people who came over here, our country's not that old, a couple hundred years old. And mm-hmm. and the people who came over here, like they had they had the Geneva Bible. Um, uh, which was about this came out time that they came over here was about the time about don't. So if you're a historical buff, don't, don't, don't beat me up too bad, but it's about the same time as this new King James was written. And new King James or King James, I King James, I'm sorry, King James. And, and so you had, you had, uh, uh, so this stuff isn't that new. I mean, old, right? This stuff is fairly new, right? And, and the fact that we have so many copies that we can have such, do you, you? I mean, we we have so many copies of God's Word right now. I mean, it's amazing. And, and then, and then, not even, that's not even including what's free on your cell phone. Is there a right. translation that you can't get free on your cell phone? Read to you. So you ain't even got to read it. You can have it read to you. Uh, thank God for that, right? And and let's take yeah, that. Yeah, there's really no excuse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if it's there's just... There's no excuse not to be in the Word of God. Turn turn off your radio. Or, or the, the music. And turn on... Uh, uh, turn off Caleb. 
right? Even if you're a Christian. So, so if you're like me, you probably listen to Metallica or Conway Twitty or something, <laughs> something, you know, if I'm listening to music, it's some old music, but, uh, um, some of y'all are good Christian folk who are listening to K-Love, but turn that off, turn that off and start listening to your Bible. Start listening to your Bible. Yeah. I mean, what's 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 better? What's better, the actual Word of God, or somebody singing about an experience that they had and an emotion that they felt? Mm. Right. Wow. I, I mean, and that's not to slander or to hurt anybody who sang sings these songs like that, but it's just to be realistic about, um. I, I would I would much rather hear directly from God through his word than hear about your testimony. And your testimony is a fantastic thing. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it takes second place to God's God's direct word. Hmm. Right. Um That's right. And and it's it's like books. Are you reading more books about the Bible or the Bible? You know that that kind of stuff matters. Uh, are you? Yeah. You know, uh, and and I'm guilty for that a lot of times. Where I'm reading more books about the Bible than I am the Bible. Uh, I think we can all be guilty of that one. We, we need to dive into the Word of God because it's it, and we have no excuse, like you said. So thank God for that that we can. Let let's let's uh. You know, and, and but all that's to be said is, I, I my desire is to have people to think about Jesus and think about God, and to not just go, oh, well, I'm doing this because this is what we've always done. Yeah. But we're doing this because this brings glory to God. Our whole church service has been set up that way, right? We're, our church services is not traditional in the sense of, um. Uh, we're doing it because of tradition. There are some really traditional things in there because those really traditional things are designed to bring to be the m- maximum way to bring glory to God in this time. And so we'd have uh-huh. some stuff like that in there that, that's designed for that purpose. Um, for example, we, we're not a hymn only church, uh, uh, and you can you can speak more to this than I can. But we're not a hymn only church. But uh, we have hymns that that, that bring glory to God. Right, and our our, right. our music that isn't hymns are designed to bring are are more God glorifying than some of the hymns in in your traditional hymn book that we don't that we aren't right. singing. Right, our our goal is not to say we, we just sing hymns or we we never sing hymns. That's not the point. Our goal is to say we want to sing the music that brings the most glory to God. That's what we want to do. Right, and so I read something good the other day about that. Here you go. I want to read this right quick. It was a. Uh, I'm getting this from um, the Family Worship Bible Guide. We picked them up from uh, G3. is uh, put out by Joel Beakey. Mr. Beakey. And it's really good to assist you. Yeah, it's really good to assist you in. uh... (laughs) Either way, it's polite. And that's what we're about, being polite. Yeah, but he's one of these dudes. When you look at him, you ain't got to to hear that he's a doctor. You look at him and you go, that dude's a doctor. That's true. He really does look like a doctor. <laughs> but uh He ain't even got a white got coat a on and a stethoscope. Bible guide. 
And this goes along. It takes uh, each book of the Bible, each verse, and it's got a little uh, synopsis of it at the end with some questions just to help guide you through family worship. It's a great resource, family worship Bible guide. But um, on uh, Psalm 150, um, he's talking about music. And uh, and here he says, Our worship of God must revolve around his personal glory and amazing works. This should shape the content of our songs, which should primarily focus upon the triune God and not our works or feelings. It should also direct the feeling with which we sing for the glory of God should impress us with reverent fear and awe, even as we rejoice in him. There is no place for superficial lyrics, mindless repetition, or casual attitudes in the worship of God. Amen. 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 That's why we don't sing wet sloppy kiss. That's right. Uh, I, that that was good. That was good. And, and that's the way we should be our whole lives. So we're talking about the worship service. But is your life revolved around that? Right? Is your is your mm. life revolved around the idea of did you take a job because it was because it was for the glory of God or because it was for more money? Now those two things aren't aren't necessarily opposing each other either. You can take a job right, and, and, right. and make more money and it be for the glory of God. But why are you doing What is your heart motivation? And sometimes you can have good heart motivation but bad biblical knowledge and make a bad hmm. choice. So you can say, well, you know, I wanted to, I, I wanted to do this so that, uh, so that, so that it would, uh, help the orphans. But that group gives to abortion, right? Right, and, and or 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 um, well, you hear that kind of stuff. God is love. God is love. God is love. God is love. And they've taken that God is love, and 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 they've they've put a worldly view of love on it. And so now we think that God is a worldly view of love instead of the biblical view of love, in which He's gave the yes. definition to. And so then sometimes we tend to think, because we have bad biblical knowledge, that God is earthly love and not godly love. It goes back to this, by what standard? God exactly. is love by what standard? His standard, so the Bible. It has to be the word of God, not what the world says. Yeah. And, and, and there again, uh, this may irritate some people, but but I've heard... Some of my Pentecostal buddies go, do it. <laughs> I've heard some of my Pentecostal buddies say things like, uh, uh, "Y'all are so y'all 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 are more concerned about the Bible than you are the Holy Spirit." Well, the Bible the Bible was written by the Holy Spirit, <laughs> right? I understand the Bible through the Holy <laughs> Spirit. Um, the 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 Bible the Bible the excuse me the Bible is inspired and understood through and protected by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Why would I not lean on that? You you know what I mean? Like, like, right. like why would I not lean on that? And so uh, there's people out there who, who really do depend on like an emotional knee jerk reaction that they think is given to them by the Holy Spirit. Um, and even, and that's not just a Pentecostal thing. That's an, that's a, that's church wide. People go, I right. just feel like God's telling me to do this. Well, what does the Bible say? 
Because if if it contradicts the word of God, then, then we know for a fact it's wrong. And and absolutely. And, and then if it doesn't contradict the word of God, let's look at wisdom, because the Bible says that He gives us wisdom and that we should pray for wisdom. So let's look at that as well, right? Yep. Um, yep. Uh, the Bible doesn't doesn't ever tell us that the Holy Spirit is our personal. Uh, uh, here's a good. Uh, I mean, this this is really a good way of saying it. But here again, it, it's kind of it could be taken offensively. Uh, the the Holy Spirit isn't our spirit guide, mm. right? We're we're not. We don't use the. We don't use the Holy Spirit like the in like the like witches use and and, and fortune tellers use the, de- the the demons as their spirit guides. Exactly. We are empowered and used by the Holy Spirit. We don't use him. He's God. We're the servant. Ooh, that's good. And so, you know, we 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 have to thank God. A good example of that, right? We're we're talking about Thanksgiving. And and every song that you sang uh that you led our church in on Sunday had a small part mm-hmm. yeah. To, to to deal with what was going on in our sermon. Every every part of it. Yeah. Right? And I went, Ooh, that's in the sermon. Ooh, that's in the sermon. Ooh, that's in the sermon. Or that's in the scripture, <laughs> right? That that's 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 right in line. Uh-huh. And some of it was verbatim. Uh quoting right. the scripture that, that I was that I was preaching out of. And I just said, I love yeah. the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. He he did this. Amen. Right. Um we didn't talk about it beforehand. He's in charge. We're the tools, right? Yeah. Right, right. We he didn't. We didn't use him. He used us. That's and right. that's that's that's. But but you 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 understand that once you start studying scripture, if you just study the church, and I mean as a whole in America. They would say you use the Holy Spirit, like He's there for your your your, uh, mm. like He's there so that you can, uh, you know, you call on Him, and and some of that's true, right? Like He He's our Comforter, right? He's He's our right. So I don't want to take away from that either, but we we go, we we treat Him as as uh almost like a a soothsayer. Oh, I'm getting a word from the Holy Spirit. Or, or, uh, you know, I had a buddy who would go, that's discernment. And I'm going, is it though? <laughs> like, like, what about when you're wrong? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and, and so, because the Holy Spirit's not going to be wrong. And, and right. so there, there's, there's all kinds of stuff that happens. Um, people looking for emotional things or, or you know, that whole song, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Is about having an emotional mm. reaction. It's about using the Holy Spirit to to gain an emotional reaction instead of using instead of being used by the Holy Spirit to do something for the glory of God. Um, so so there there's all kinds of stuff like that in our our culture that would uh distract us from the Holy Spirit. The reason I bring that up is because it's an example to where if you understand the Trinity, the Holy Spirit is not just a spirit guide. He is God. He is God. Mm. He's a part of the Trinity head. Uh, I mean, he he is every bit of God as as 
as as Jesus and the Father. And, and that's something that I'm I'm, right. I'm gonna be honest. I'm 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 learning what that is. And like like you know how you acknowledge something with your brain. It's been uh-huh. in the last year or two that I've really started understanding that in my spirit, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like like to where I'm mm, truly yeah. finding the application of that. Not just saying I got you. Be, because it's head knowledge. Um Yeah. And 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 that comes from growth and, and just there again, reading the scripture, praying to God. Um, the Holy Spirit, there again, on your behalf. Well well when you're when you're at a loss for words and you're in prayer, he'll fill in those words. And he'll send it up to God. And, and and it's an amazing thing how how God works and how God um, operates in us. But sometimes we tend to think that He is there that 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 He we're the master and He He's here for us instead of Him being the master and us here for Him. And so that that's yeah. kind of the that's kind of the role that we see um, God and the Holy Spirit. And and the truth is He's God. He's He's sovereign. And we're here for him. We sacrifice for him. Um, That's right. When it says your Bible may say servant or bond servant or something of that nature, the 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 translation is slave because you were a slave to sin. Now we ain't got a problem saying that you were a slave to sin. We don't have a problem with that. But God spilt His blood. He spilt His blood. He He bought us Mm. with His spilt blood on the cross. Now, if he buys you, and you are what they call his, right? We don't have a problem saying that, that we are his. Then what does that mean? Yeah. It means that we are his slaves. Now, he is a great master, and we love him to death. And he's also our, our, our uh, you know, uh, uh, brother and, and father. And, 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 and he's also, uh, as the church, we're his bride. So there's all kind, there's all these metaphors to to show what kind of relationship we have with Christ. None of them by themselves are adequate, right? But when you right. kind of when you take in the full view of what God is, how God has uh, shown us who we are for Him. I mean, it's we we're His slave, servant, chil- children, bride. <laughs> he loves us, but we we're still we're still His. We still belong to him, right? Yeah. And uh That's right. We're the slave that said, I don't want to leave you. I love you. And he takes the all. Right. Uh, all is basically just a uh, a metal rod and he puts your ear up against the uh against the doorpost and he takes the hammer and he slams mm. it down and he gives you a gauge. <laughs> Gauges Ouch. are biblical. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that Jeff Durbin crowd, <laughs> that Arizona crowd there. Right. They, they love that kind of stuff. But um, yes, they do. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're still a slave, even though we're his brother, even though we're his son, even though we're his bride, even though we're his. And and, and you got to take all that stuff as a, as a whole. You can't just look at it as a slave. And you can't just look at it as the bride, and you can't just look at it just as take everything that he said and kind of, kind of understand that as a whole, right? Because any of those analogies on their own are lacking, right? 
And uh, yeah, and and I'm I'm bringing all this up because there again, my goal is to have us think biblically, and not just, and not just what the culture says, and not just partly biblically, but as a whole. And so, right, right. I, I know I know I'm stringing this out, and I I don't mean to, but I'm passionate about this, and I I, I love it when people, um, you can see people starting to understand things and starting to figure things out. And it's not just, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This we've always done this. And sometimes, and I'm not, and I'm, there yeah. I'm not saying that we've always done this is bad, but it's, but it's do it because it brings glory to God, not because we've always done it. And right. So, and, and, and thank God that he's put us in a place where we can, you know, how limited a lot of churches are. Where they're just meeting at houses, not because they couldn't grow to be bigger than a house, but because uh, if they get any bigger than than just a dozen people, the law busts in the door and takes them down, right? And mm-hmm. and, and 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 that ain't just back in the day; that's today. So yeah. thank God that that God has put you where you're at. Sacrifice a little bit for Him. You're a slave. You're his brother. You're you're his his bride. You're his uh, son. Give yourself for him. That, that that's the biggest thing I think our 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 society has. We think God gave Himself on, for us on the cross, which is true. And then we never think about loving Him back in the same way that we are to give ourselves back yeah. to him in sacrifice. And so anyways, thank God for, for God. Uh, thank God for everything he's given you. I hope y'all have a good Thanksgiving. I doubt anybody listens or a whole lot of people listen to it today at Thanksgiving, but, um, uh, we wanted to get one out. We didn't, we, we didn't want to miss any more. So, Hopefully we shouldn't have any more issues. Hopefully we can go back to our regular scheduled podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's about it, don't you? Well, well. I think that's a good place to call it. It's getting close to dinner time. Well, let's see here. You'll have to forgive me. I'm having to bring everything back up. All right. I gotta stretch out and see if I remember how to do this. It's been a minute. I, I know it. I know it. I was just sitting there thinking the same thing, <laughs> and you ain't even got the music to listen to. So, <laughs> all right. You ready? Yeah. Oh yeah. Go. What do you mean go? Are you, I, I take it you're asking? Yeah, I'm shutting the. I'm shutting the program. I'm shutting the program down. So, if you want to get up with us, you can do so by hitting us up at BigfootRevival.com. Head over there and check out this podcast. If you already have, shoot, listen to it again. Hit up the archives and listen to some of our older ones. Uh, read some of our thought-provoking blogs. A lot of good stuff going on. You can uh, click on the links to all of our social medias, including Facebook. And if you want to email us, you can shoot us an email, BigfootRevival at gmail.com. And remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Yo, Yeti. What up, man? We out.
deuces.